This week in Baby Quest. Hello. Ah. 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 <laughs> oh my God, Mike! There's somebody else with us. <laughs> this is, I hate it. My name is Mike. I'm Leah. And this week we have our first ever very special guest. <laughs> it's Meg. Hi. I'm Hi, Meg. Meg. <laughs> I'm Meg. This is Meg. Uh, so I guess we'll give like a little bit of a background of who Meg is. Yeah, Meg, tell us your life story <laughs> from the beginning. Oh, Mike, I told you this would go for three hours. <laughs> Yeah, this is our this is our first special guest episode and our first six hour long podcast. <laughs> and well. it might be your last if it goes badly, so I won't be offended. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, uh, do you want me to talk about how I know you guys, or yeah. just about me? <laughs> just I random mean, like, facts about me. That's fun too. <laughs> a little bit about you and a little bit about how you know us. Well, okay, I cool. I know Meg through Leah. Yeah. Okay, so let's just cut Mike out of this process. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sure. So I'm a teacher, and Leah and I teach at the same school. And so we got to know each other very fast. Like, I felt like it was like speed dating. We just became instant friends. (laughs) Um, And I was about to give birth to my first kid after uh, quite a long infertility journey um, leading into his pregnancy. So Leah and I quickly bonded over like trying to get pregnant and all those sort of things. And then I left her. So (laughs) uh, we continued to be friends outside of the school. And then now we've been friends for like five years and it's awesome. Oh my God. I'm a fairly boring person outside of that. So we'll just keep it to that, I guess. (laughs) No, you're exciting. What, like, what else do you do? What's your like big platform? Oh, what does that right. mean? What does that mean? <laughs> Your big All the things. I know, um, like being sneaky. So sneaky. Uh, yeah, we started a YouTube channel, actually not about infertility initially. Um, <laughs> Steve and I got pregnant. And of course, like everybody, we were like, hey, we're going to record getting pregnant. Because Wait, you mean you got married? Yeah. Yeah, we got married. I've and seen, then I was. Yeah, I've seen the videos of you getting pregnant. Yeah, right. It's pretty, I mean, they're, they're, they're out there. It's like basically an OnlyFans. <laughs> <Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyways, so yeah, so we got married and we decided, oh, we're going to try and get pregnant. And obviously we're going to get pregnant the first try because that's just what happens, right? So Well, yeah, because you're young and like, yeah, why wouldn't no you get pregnant? No reason not to. Right away. So <laughs> we've been using birth control for 10 years. Surely as soon as we go off birth control, we're just going to get pregnant. Um, so we started a channel and we started talking about that. And then a couple years after, after that, we were like, huh, I guess we are not just getting pregnant. And we kind of developed a following of people who also didn't just get pregnant. And so, um, yeah, it sort of turned into something uh, that we didn't expect, but was a huge blessing to us to have people to connect with. Because in our personal life, we actually didn't know anybody who had gone through that. So, um, yeah, now yeah. we have two kids. So we're very fortunate and uh, we definitely... Wow. Brag. Are very thankful for them. Humble brag. <laughs> uh, but definitely took some work. And so 
yeah, I'm excited to be here and hopefully helpful in some respect in terms of your journey. So well, we want to talk to you about not that at all. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> about having two kids and how we don't crazy hear... it is and wonderful. <laughs> no, we don't want to hear about your boring journey at all. I didn't think so. Oh. Actually, it's I'm the only fans it. you want to focus on. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> right. Yeah. What we want to know is how you help somebody who has just gone through a loss. Yeah. And we figured you were basically the perfect person for us. <laughs> and so we would just come to the expert and you would tell us like exactly what people need to do. Yeah, the theme of this episode is really... From our perspective, we wanted to have you on because of, yeah, how helpful you were in <laughs> in the days after we lost Eliza and yeah. just, yeah, what that whole process was. That's what today is. Yeah. Thinking about it good. now, we should probably have you back some other time to talk about your other stuff, too. But that, it's really not that exciting. It's, I mean, it's <laughs> not in comparison. <laughs> it's a little exciting. It could be a little exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Well, uh, I definitely don't consider myself an expert, but I do feel like there were a lot of lack of information, shall we say? (laughs) It was hard to find information. So I sort of had to create information as to how to help people because there was not a lot out there. Like, as you guys have talked about and Mike specifically, actually, just for this episode, I thought, oh, I'm just going to relook at some of the links that I went to and some of like the channels I took to try and find things to help. And after listening to your episode about Father's Day and how a lot of the resources talk about just the moms and things like that, it really highlighted when I read a lot of the different links and it said like, be sure to check in on the moms, you know, the moms this, the moms that. I don't think there was a single one that even mentioned the dad, let alone (laughs) highlighted the dad. It was so shocking. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure in the moment I thought it because a lot of the things I was talking about, you know, Steve was like, yeah, but But Mike, you know, like Steve was really concerned about, you know, how Mike was going to be able to handle his own grief as well as help you physically recovering and through your grief. And so, you know, I had that perspective, but it was shocking the lack of it when I revisited the resources in preparation for this episode. So, yeah, yeah, so crazy. We were to bring us back to like the night that we found out that Eliza had died. I was texting you in the Mm -hmm. hospital and then when we got home you came to the house and you at that point in my mind as I remember you already had things like you already knew about all these things and were telling me like (laughs) what was going to happen and it had only been like two hours and I was like I don't understand how she already knows all this stuff (laughs) (laughs) that's how I deal with grief (laughs) I just I smother it with resources (laughs) so so yeah that's what I do it's like oh someone's sad let me fix it and it's like oh no you can't fix this okay well then let me fix everything else that I possibly (laughs) can so yeah I mean some of the resources like the butterfly run that I know you guys have talked about um, were things that I had known about through kind of our own channels of fertility and being with the fertility center and such so Um, in some ways, I sort of had a little bit of like a head start in terms of how someone might acquire certain resources and supports and such. And I also knew it was in October and very quickly looked it up and saw that it was on your birthday. And I was like, oh, well, this is just, yeah, I need to do this. It, just for me, I need to do this. Right. Um, but yeah, so the meal train is something I think a lot of people do. And I'm sure a lot of people have heard of, you know, 
people lose a parent or someone gets diagnosed with cancer or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that immediately popped into my mind because I just thought, okay, when I came home from the hospital, um, you know, I had a vaginal birth, so my recovery was very different than yours. But even still, when I came home from the hospital, what did I need? Yeah. And then adding in the layer of like, okay, yeah, but like this is 10 times worse and also emotionally and also Mike and also everyone is kind of awkward about it. Right. You know, even when we sent the emails out, it was just so the responses were awkward. And I was really glad that I, was I didn't have to wait fielding some of it. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm like, what an awkward thing to say. Yeah. Um, so you say that, you know, first thing that came to mind, obviously meal train, everybody does that. I literally never heard of a meal train until oh. it started happening to us. I know that, you know, when someone has a big thing, it's helpful to bring them food or whatever. I'd never mm-hmm. heard of, like, the formally organized meal train. Oh, really? Oh, train. okay. Maybe it's like a teacher thing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I feel like everyone has meal trains for everything. Oh, my God. Uh, right? Yeah. So, but it was, it was really easy to get started, and it's totally free. The one for you guys, we just used mealtrain.com. Okay, um, super easy. simple. All right, super simple. And I had the opportunity to upload, like you get to upload a a bio, basically, um, to give oh, people okay. some information about what happened, so that for some people, like our work colleagues, for example, uh, I sent the link out after getting permission from Mike and Leah to make sure that they yeah. wanted, you know, this information shared. It sort of said, "Hey, here's a quick synopsis of what happened. Here's why we're doing this." sign up for a day and then we just sent it out. And, and then from there, like the organizational perspective is actually very minimal. Once you set it up, then everyone just signs up for a day. And I got an email every single day saying who it was so that I could send them a reminder to say, hey, don't forget to send your meal, Right, basically. <laughs> yeah, so I had, I had participated in a lot of them. So I kind of knew, like it was very quick for me to put together, but I found it very user-friendly. Yeah, and you were in a really good position to both sort of catch all of Leah's coworkers, and it was uh, the weekend, like that weekend was supposed to be the baby shower, and yes, so you was. had like the whole baby shower invite yes. list as yeah. well, right? Yeah. So yes. you were pulling from a pretty good-sized pool of folks, I think, which yeah. basically w- all was our... great for us because that meant lots of people <laughs> signed up, which was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think, you know, if you were part of like a, uh, you know, a religious group or if if you weren't, I mean, I knew that some of Mike's coworkers and friends were part of my list of people, so I wasn't too worried about getting Mike's work. But if I didn't have that information, you know, the couple's workplace would have been where I would have gone, their family and friends and neighbors, those sort of people, if you don't have a large pool, you know. Mm-hmm. If someone else is in this situation, <laughs> yeah. they might not be quite as involved and intertwined in their friend circles as I am. Um, but, you know, there's lots of groups of people that you can pull from. And truthfully, um, I see it on Facebook all the time. People will post it and say, hey, this family's going through this tragedy and complete strangers will sign up for these meal trains and drop things off, which is part of why you submit that bio and right. like food requests and things because truthfully mm-hmm. like I've submitted I've brought cookies and baked goods and stuff to people I've never met before so um it's it's a really nice service and you it's would. very easy <laughs> um yeah and just another little meal train hack probably the best part was how uh folks were instructed to bring us food for the <laughs> around the relatively early time that we eat 
Yeah. Around five or whatever. And <laughs> also to just leave it at the doorstep and get lost. We don't want to see you, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I knew you wouldn't say that, so I did. <laughs> yeah, and that's, it's amazing. Like, that's another thing. Like, I wouldn't have thought about that. It's like, okay, I gotta go, like, say, say hi to hi. Every, yeah. someone every day and thank them yeah. for the food and stuff. I mean, we did thank everybody yes. for the food, but <laughs> not in person while they were dropping it off, thankfully. Yeah, and I know Leah, like, very actively sought out people after the fact and thanked them, which I think is actually more... I've never been personally thanked after the fact in participating in them, so that was already, you know, way more than I think people expect. Um, in general, I would hope that people are doing something to take a burden off of you and not really expect anything in return. That's sort of the idea, but... Um, I recognize that, you know, a thank you is also nice. So that was good of you guys. But yeah, I definitely in the notes section wanted to include, you know, please drop it off at this time, which is also something you can indicate when you create um, a meal train. And you can talk about that with the people that you're doing it for. I also am a 430 eater. So the idea that someone would drop dinner <laughs> off at seven is completely useless to oh, me. God, so. Yeah, that's not helpful. <laughs> that's tomorrow's dinner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we sort of said, okay, drop off a meal and all the sides and whatever you want to drop off at like 4 or 4.30. That way you guys could eat whenever you felt hungry. And I also recognize that when you're going through grief, you might be not hungry and then you might be ravenous the next day. So, yeah. you know, I didn't want to say just bring a small portion. I was like, bring as much as you want to bring <laughs> and don't expect them to talk to you. Because the reality is, even if everything had gone to the best of ways, you you would be at home recovering from birth. Yeah. And you right. don't want to have to get up and talk to people as much as they might be a little offended by that or want to see you. You don't always have the energy to do that. And considering everything else you were going through, I definitely did not want people, you know, standing at your door <laughs> looking at you and you having to relive that like sadness and sympathy that people give you that is very draining to deal with. So. Yeah, right. And yeah, like, absolutely. we've talked about this already, but like my, in those early days, my way of coping was like, I didn't have time or space to deal with anybody else's feelings. Mm. And like, I didn't want to deal with it. I didn't want to see anybody else have feelings about this. I was like, I have enough feelings all on my own. I don't yeah. need to know what your feelings are right now about this. <laughs> so if I had had somebody standing at the door, like holding a pot of pasta and crying, I would have been like, I, I don't know what to do with you right now. Like, Well, especially if you're in a good place because grief yeah. comes in waves, right? You weren't, a lot of times I saw you, you seemed normal for lack of better <laughs> word, you know? And part of that might've been that I just kind of was normal too. And we just talked about normal things. But if I had shown up crying, like you might've been in a good place and then that brings you to a bad place, which is not fair. You yeah. know, you don't, you need to just be able to, deal with your grief when you're dealing with it and not have to worry about my feelings because I had all sorts of feelings, but that wasn't your, you know, you didn't have the space or energy to deal with those. So yeah. I had, you know, you as the peripheral people have to find your own people <laughs> to yeah. deal with those with, um, not the people going through it directly, right? So Yeah, and like, I'm sure Steve saw all of your feelings. Like, I'm oh, sure yeah. you would yeah. like see me and then like go home and like have all of your feelings with Steve <laughs> and be like, oh God. Yeah. Yeah, but it's hard, right? And, you know, you are one of my closest friends. So it is hard to see you going through that, of course. And, you know, all of those, you know, lost occasions that you're going through, I'm feeling for you. Yeah. But I also had to recognize that I'm feeling it for you. Therefore, I'm not going to put them back on you, you know. So it's yeah. tough. Yeah. 
Oh no, I was just gonna say you also sneakily sent us the uh, like the the schedule of who was coming on what days and what kind of food we yes. had to look forward to, and that was very exciting for us. And there were a couple times because of that. There were a couple times when we did we were feeling good and we did want to see someone. Mm-hmm. We were because of that we were able to know who was coming and we could text them and say, "Oh hey." ring the doorbell, we'll say hi for a few minutes or if you want to chat or whatever. Yeah. It didn't happen very often. And if you're listening and you brought us food and we didn't do that with you, please don't take offense to this. (laughs) uh, But it happened a couple times. And so it was nice to get that little heads up. Yeah. That was helpful too. Well, and also to know who was coming, right? Because you know that certain people are more emotional than others and yeah, so those people I would give, like, I would hear the doorbell ring, and I would give them, like, a good, like, two, three minutes before I went yeah. to the door. I'm like, I want you solidly in your car and, like... <laughs> away. <laughs> away. I don't want there to be a chance that, like, you catch a glimpse of me and, like, can't, yeah. con- like, can't control yourself and decide to, like, come running up to the door because you've seen me. I'm mm. like, mm <laughs> Nope. <laughs> and I think it also, as much as you know it wasn't my experience to do this i think for the people signing up it gave them a sense of sort of like oh i this is how i can help this is what i can do because for a lot of people as Mm -hmm. you see if you google like how to support a friend going through a loss whether that be a stillbirth or a miscarriage or you know a family member like it doesn't even matter what kind of loss yeah the, the the notes are really vague and it's like okay okay you've just given me all these great one liners but but like what do I actually do when I see them? Or or how do I actually help them? Not just like, oh, here is like a greeting card line. And now what? Do I just walk away? Like, you know? So I think sending it out right away and saying, hey, this is the situation. This is what happened. Here's how you can help. It kind of helped people be like, okay, I'm dealing with this. Wow, this is a lot. Here's what I'm going to do. And it yeah. gives people that sort of like action step as opposed to just waiting and feeling like, overwhelmed you know and also not sending you 15 texts hey how can i help oh like, yeah no that's oh, not yeah. helpful right and i know you guys have touched on that in other podcasts like it's not it's not in your capacity to right. come up with all those things and and anyone who has gone through any sort of trauma and or who's just given birth in general knows that you are so overwhelmed with everything that you're not like keeping a mental list of, oh, here's what this person can do. And then, oh, what if they don't do it? And, yeah. you know, at least this way, it was a very tangible, oh, I'm signing up for Tuesday at four o'clock. I'm bringing XYZ done. It's so much easier for them to feel like they're part of your journey and yeah. without being intrusive. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say the other thing that you did was, like, you fielded all... Not only did you, like, send out the initial emails to people to let everybody know what had happened, but then, like, I never got an email from a person. They just, like, you would tell me that somebody had, like, reached out and said that they were thinking of us and, like... And you would for you would tell me that I never like yeah, nobody you, contacted. You became us. Leah's personal assistant, <laughs> which she liked very much. <laughs> That's okay. I was used to that role from the year before. We basically <laughs> did that for work, anyways. <laughs> right? Like <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, the idea behind that was kind of like when I 
gave birth. I didn't want to have to be the one to say, sorry, I'm not up for a visit or, you know, your hours are all over the place. Like I know Leah and I were texting at like two in the morning because she had napped all day and now she was up at two, but like she doesn't always want to talk. And knowing that um, it helped people message me and say, hey, how can I help her? And it kind of just gave that like buffer yeah. Um, again, so that people were reaching out. There were some people that I thought for sure would reach out and didn't. And I was a little surprised, <laughs> but I was also sort of happy that it wasn't Leah having to deal with the emotion of the fact that those people weren't stepping up to the plate. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I just sort of forwarded on the important things and the highlights of here's what's happening and, you know, here's what everyone's thinking and, you know, here's a a blanket of support words that people have sent you and then just sort of backed away and let that sit with you for a bit and then <laughs> go from there. Yeah, yeah, that was so... I don't know if that's even, like, realistic for everybody because that's so above and beyond. But if if it's an I option... I think, like, having really somebody... Awesome. Or maybe, like, it's a couple of people. Like, you have one person yeah. who kind of handles, like, the family contacts and you have Mm -hmm. one person who handles maybe your work contacts and you have somebody who handles all the friends so that you don't have to do that. Like, yeah, maybe it's not going to be just one person like it was for us, but maybe you can kind of like have a couple people that do it. Actually, that's kind of true because I guess... Okay, so I did have a contact. It wasn't just me fielding everybody uh, because I didn't know everybody. Um, I did have a pretty good, uh, you know, group of people and at least knew someone within the pod of people. Um, So I knew you guys had a big Twitter friend group. And so I reached out to some of them and one of them stepped up to sort of be the spokesperson. (laughs) Yeah, for them. So that way you could tell me something. And I could say, okay, you want me to share this information with this person and this person, and then they're going to share that person. It's like a telephone tree. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? So it allowed you to only have to repeat certain details as few times as as you wanted to. Yeah. You know, we don't want you having to relive everything all the time because you already are in your head. (laughs) And so even with me, there were times you were like, did I already say that? And I was like, yep, but don't worry about it. It's all good. You know, (laughs) like... (laughs) To just be able to, like, be that sounding board and then I'll just share the parts that you want me to. Right. I think was helpful because that would have been helpful for, I think, anybody going through something difficult uh, is to just not have to overthink it and worry. Oh, no. Did I tell this person? And did I tell this person? And it's like, no, I got you. Like, we made that list right away and made sure that everyone was on it. And then anything important was going through that. So, yeah. And that was helpful. Also, like, the fact that you are so involved in social media and you take videos and pictures of everything is, like, super helpful because (laughs) you would just post a picture of me sitting, like, on the couch and that was enough for people to, like, be able to see me and be like, oh, okay, I see her, she's dressed, she's clearly had a shower in the last (laughs) three days, And she's at a Harry Potter event. Yeah, or like, oh, she's like outside of the house and at a Harry Potter event two weeks after she gave birth. I know you got a lot of, um, is Leah okay? Yeah. Is she actually there? And you're like, yeah, yeah, she's walking around. She's doing great. Yeah, she's good. She's good. My mom's holding back tears, but Leah, she's good. (laughs) What was the, what did we go to? Oh, you didn't come. You didn't come. I picked up Leah and her pillow and I took her to a Harry Potter train event in Smith Falls Yep, because that was the day that her Harry Potter baby baby shower shower was was supposed to be. Yep. 
And it seemed too perfect that all of a sudden there were tickets available for this random Harry Potter event in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I'm buying every ticket I can get a hold of. (laughs) And so (laughs) my parents came to kind of field the kids. And then Leah and I walked around and saw the different exhibits and things. And yeah. Even my mom was like, I can't believe that Leah's here. But I made sure to like check us in and post a picture of her like looking amazing and smiling. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And everyone was like, oh, okay. Like Leah's there and she's, you know, she's good. (laughs) But it did, it did help for sure. Yeah. I did look at your mom and was like, we're not crying today. And your mom was like, (laughs) okay. And I don't know what she did, but she must have like sucked those tears. Like, cause I could tell. I was like, it's about to happen. And I was like, no, ma'am, not here, not now. So she like sucked those tears, I don't know, back into her body somewhere. And they didn't happen. Took the kids and ran. (laughs) Yep. And I mean, Meg was terrified every time I got on and off the trains. She just like. I don't think 10 days post C-section, most people are like hopping up and down on. 50,000 year old trains. Like, <laughs> these trains were real rickety. <laughs> and Leah's just like hopping on up. I'm like, okay, so yeah, this would be difficult for the average person uh, <laughs> after birth. And then there's Leah, who's just mounting a, the side of a train. It's fine. I will say that I didn't climb up into like the watchtower on the train, which I wanted to do. And you were like, I think my dad was like, no, (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm pretty sure if I had tried, he would have just like grabbed me and been like, nope, no, we're going back to the car now. (laughs) I 100% forgot about this. Oh, yeah. I must have just been asleep the entire no, time you were gone. you were, you hung out with the boys. Yeah, you had it, you had your own day. That oh. was sort of the thing. Yeah, I took they, Leah. That's right. They let me yeah. win all the board games because I was sad. Perfect. <laughs> See, that's a good friend too. Yeah. Take all the notes, people. That was good. Man, <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I remember what I did that day. I forgot about all the things you did. <laughs> well, you weren't well, you there. you weren't there. That's I fair. wasn't there. It's true. Yeah, so, I mean, having friends that treat you like you're still a normal person is really helpful. Yeah, I will say that was even a challenge for me, knowing you as well as I did, was trying to find that balance of, okay, like, their baby just died, and we can't can't just pretend that didn't happen. Mm. But at the same time, we also need to live a little bit of life and let them be here in the moment with us, having friend time and not have to, like, you want to bring it up. You want it to be present. You want yeah. to acknowledge that it happened, but you don't want everything to revolve around that when they're trying to just get a little bit of reprieve from that sadness. Yeah. So that's why I thought, okay, we're going to do this event. We're going to go here and see how it goes because it's in the middle of nowhere and no one else is going. <laughs> and and this will just distract you a little bit, you know? Um, yeah. There's, It's not going to make anything worse I don't think because at the end of the day everyone knows what happened but it just you know a little distraction from being in your bedroom basically yeah which is where I had lived I think up until that point yeah 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 I think so (laughs) every time I came to visit you you had a lovely little tray of food for Mike yeah and you were in bed yeah smiling and looking a little irritatingly fabulous for (laughs) having just had birth but still in bed so (laughs) that was like the first thing you said to me after you saw me like after i'd come home from the hospital you were like how are you sitting up right now and i was like excuse you (laughs) i'm not sure what you mean like i've been sitting up this whole time and you're like i don't think that's supposed to 
I don't think you're supposed to be sitting up right now. No, I'm like, like walking around. I'm like, this is a bit of a mind game for me, I must admit. <laughs> this is not what I thought. <laughs> and you'd had friends who had had C-sections before. So I was like, I don't know. Isn't this just what like everybody's like? Isn't this just? No. <laughs> and you were like, no, Leah, this isn't normal. <sighs> I'm no. so powerful. <laughs> Powerhouse. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I so, just recover well, I guess. Meal train is crazy. You basically skipped right over it at the start, though. Um, we right. heard about no. <laughs> I just wanted to bring up. Uh, we heard about the butterfly run while we were in the hospital, and then I think by the time we got home, you had already like set up the whole a team, the team, yeah. and the page <laughs> and everything for the butterfly run. Um, so about that smother us. you with other things. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we've, we've talked about the butterfly run on the podcast before, obviously, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, no, you were actually the one who really, like, like kicked that whole did, thing off, yeah. Did the work on <laughs> on that, too, so. Which also is not a lot of work, so, you know. <laughs> Big know, impact you, for little work is basically my slogan. <laughs> you, like, made a team, and you got, like... Well, Mike's a runner, right? I don't know if you've ever really talked about that, Mike. I listen to all your podcasts. I don't know if you've explicitly said that, but... You know, knowing the couple is important, right? So, like, if your people are not really physically <laughs> whatever, then maybe they're not going to be as interested in that. But knowing Mike and knowing that Leah goes for her, like, seven-kilometer walks every day, I was like, okay, this would be a really good opportunity to not only talk about it, but the timing being in October, I thought, okay, it, you know, this is all just too perfect to not be there in honor of Eliza in whatever that looks like. Yeah. And right, I do yeah. remember sort of coming at you and saying, listen, I'm going to do this. I don't think I'm going to use her name because I know you guys are really not sure about that. Because at the time it was, it was, you know, you guys were still working through a lot of stuff. Yeah, it was, um, we think, were processing you asked her, things. And yeah, what was it? Yeah. When we were trying to decide a little bit or when we got home maybe or something yeah. like what, mm-hmm. I think you asked us what the team name was and, yeah. you know, is it going to be Team Eliza? And we were like, whoa, no, <laughs> no. way, can't. Yeah, no can do. Like no way. That that's sacred. Like we could never. Don't even think about it. And then we got there, and basically everyone's was like that. It was it was kind of odd, but you could see you know different places in their journey, right? Yeah, and even when we were there, it's like, oh man, how could you have your team name and like the picture of some like on some of the pages? And yeah, Yeah. like that's this is all really intense, but. Now it's like, yeah, of course we'd be Team Eliza. Like, yeah, no kidding. It was pretty fresh, though, right? Like, it was absolutely, but (laughs) it just. And I think that's like a testament to like where we not only where we are in like our grief journey, but like Mm -hmm. where we are with our relationship with Eliza. In the at that moment, we didn't have a relationship yet with Eliza. We were like trying to work on that. Now we're like, well, of course we would use her name and we would share a picture. And like, of course. She was also not, you weren't ready to share her yet. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, you were were still getting to know what this new relationship with her looked like. And so you didn't want everybody to come up to you and use her name when you're like, you're a stranger. Like, Like, you don't get to use her name. You know? And I get that. Like, that's totally fair. That's just a protective parent. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, even still, like, we, well, you know, we do this podcast and. We want ever like it's in my Twitter bio is Eliza's mm-hmm. dad. We throw her name out everywhere and we want everyone to know that she was here and she exists and stuff. Yeah, we still like I don't I would we still haven't really put pictures of her up no. anywhere, and I I don't think 
we would maybe that will change someday too but yeah again like that's that's still that's the thing where now i'm like oh i, I wouldn't put pictures up but i said that but also about, that was that your plan all along right that was like yeah that's not new <laughs> that because of the situation no. that's just how you guys planned to parent yes so that's very much i that doesn't surprise me at all <laughs> like that's yeah pretty in line with what i already kind of know about you guys as parents so I don't think that that's a problem. I think you're trying to keep parts of Eliza and her story to you guys. And that's something special that you guys have the privilege and the right to do. So I don't think there's a problem with it. Um, And we also show people pictures. Like anybody who wants to see a picture of her and knows us, we will show you all our physical pictures that we have of her. We're just not going to post them on the internet. Mm. So like, you know. People have seen her. For Lots of people. Zuckerberg to make money <laughs> off of. Yeah. Lots of people have seen pictures of her. and Yeah. Well, and I think that maybe in future years for the butterfly run, I know obviously with all of the um, difficulties this year, um, it's going to look different. Yeah. But, you know, for future years, when we do this type of event, it's also nice to just go and talk about her and talk about her impact in terms of like Mike you were the number one fundraiser yeah you know that's huge oh that's huge. shush you know <laughs> like and you're, so so being able to have those opportunities and so kind of back to that like if if the couple like if you're listening to this and you're looking for resources and the couple that you're trying to help out with this is not into the whole running thing then maybe you do something different like a a different type of way to honor their child in a way that's really impactful so that the parents can feel like the legacy of this child is living on you know and that's I think really important to know that they're not forgotten and they're not it's not this taboo subject you know so the run was a really great opportunity to do that partially because Mike is a runner (laughs) but also because of the support financially that it gives back to an organization that ended up being very impactful to you guys yeah. Yeah, like find your local butterfly chess tournament or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Or I mean, like it can hot be hot dog eating contest. I mean, let's yeah. not oh, be judgy oh, here. Boy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> chess, gosh. Like, really? I was trying to think Plant of something based that I'm hot bad dogs, at. Mike. <laughs> I could, based hot I could dogs. eat at least 3 plant-based hot dogs. So, I could do that. I don't think you would win the competition. Probably not, probably not, but he'd probably raise a lot of money. Uh, I said chess tournament because I was trying to think of something that I don't do or that I'm bad at. I like mm. chess. I'm just very bad at it. I can appreciate that chess is the first thing that came to mind that you're not good at. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really like chess is one thing that I've tried to get good at a few times. Oh, and okay. I, and I'm just so bad at it. And I don't know why. I'm, uh, no, actually, I do know why. It's because my brain is dumb, but... Uh, it's fine. It's, we it's love cool. you all the same. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh my goodness. So you've been very good about like not only do you just let me like talk to you for hours about like random stuff and we talk about Eliza and we talk about grief and then we like circle back through, you know, teaching and then we come back to it. It's great. Um and that's normally our <laughs> three hour conversations. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you've also been like from the beginning you were already thinking ahead. I could tell to like her birthday and like, how are we, or like, you know, it started with like, 
how are we going to get through October? Because that was going to be a big month for us. And then yeah. how we were going to get through Christmas. And then you start, I could tell you were already thinking about her birthday <laughs> and like, what are yeah. we going to do for her birthday? And like, we've got to make sure we do something. And so I now know that you also have a plan for her birthday. I and, do. And like, just when I come, when I'll have an idea and then all of a sudden it seems like you're running with that idea and like... <laughs> making the plans happen which is super helpful because as somebody dealing with grief i like have no follow through i'm like i want to do this thing and then i'm like "Eh," and then it doesn't happen and you're like it's okay i'm doing it (laughs) well yeah so it's funny you know i talk to other people who either have kids or don't but who know your story and a lot of them say oh like mike and leah are so open about their story. I don't think most people would be. So I, I'm not sure, honestly. I, I think most people are. I, I feel like a lot of people are pretty open if you ask them. Yeah. And so I feel like my like mission in all of this is to keep the conversation going. So, you know, we get through Christmas. Okay, what's going to be the next big hurdle for them? Okay, maybe it's Valentine's Day. Maybe it's that one year since you got pregnant with her. Mm. Uh, You know, all these things. And I'm trying to just like keep that next. And I put calendar reminders because um, (laughs) I don't even know what month it is most of the time. Um, Can I subscribe to that? Can can you just share that calendar with me? Right about the Mother's Day and all these things, you know. And so, yeah, it's like just these gentle little reminders of like, oh, yeah, okay, so this is coming up. Um, and I do that so that I can sort of be present and make sure that you like just to check in with you guys, because life gets busy for everybody. And I get that. But it's also super important to check in on the people that are dealing with grief when they feel like they're not acknowledged, you know, and I remember going through our fertility stuff, which is, you know, such a minuscule event in life in comparison to all of the crazy hurdles you guys have gone through. Um, but I would pass seemingly arbitrary dates like a date that, oh, I could have had a baby if I had gotten pregnant a year ago, which is right. like, okay, yeah. that's, that's crazy talk. Like that's crazy talk. But oh, I yeah. would, I would be down in the dumps. Like oh, my yeah. whole day was ruined because, yeah. oh, well a year ago I tried to get pregnant and I'm not pregnant now. So I'm just going to be <laughs> real cranky today. And even Steve, like my husband couldn't really understand it. So I'm trying very hard to be forward thinking with the dates that are important to you guys, knowing that, you know, how I felt then is like nothing in comparison to how you guys must be feeling for all of these events. So just trying to take that burden off, right? So we know Eliza's birthday's coming and you and I talked about what you wanted to do for her birthday, what feels like only <laughs> a very short time after she was born. Right. Um, you know, and trying to think of how we were going to make it special and important and a conversation about her to honor her and to talk about her and, and all of that. And um, now with all the COVID stuff, it's going to be really challenging to do it the way you wanted to. Yeah, uh, I basically so... wanted to have the biggest party possible. I was going to invite <laughs> like everybody, like work friends, friends from outside of work, both our families. And I was going to be like, yeah, you all are coming and like, I'm going to make you all acknowledge this day i'm not gonna give you a choice and i had like kind of joked that i wasn't gonna like really tell people what the party was for yeah in case like somebody didn't want to come because they thought it was gonna be awkward i was like oh i'm just gonna tell them it's a barbecue and they're gonna have to show up and then huh it's gonna be eliza's birthday (laughs) (laughs) and then covid happened and now i'm like oh well i can't i can't do the party that i wanted to have 
Yeah. And that's that's extra hard, right? Like, it's disappointing for so many reasons. Yeah, yeah. just everybody get on this, this totally normal Zoom call. And yeah, it's just we're all hanging out. And oh, yeah. time to share my screen. Look at this PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> it's Eliza's birthday PowerPoint. Surprise. Yeah. I mean, anyone who should be coming should know it's Eliza's birthday. And if they aren't, then they just you just remove them from the Zoom call. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah, but I mean... I think that that's really important to be able to find ways. And so for us, obviously, we have a very, a very open relationship of just like, hey, like, what do you think of this? Oh, that's stupid. Okay, cool. <laughs> you know, um, so I just tried to give you some ideas of what I thought would be nice for me to be able to do. The big thing is, and I read, I did read this in a few blogs, is like, don't put more work on the parents. Right, so yeah. coming back to that, like, what can I do for you? Like, no, I'm not going to ask you for a list of things to do. That's just another chore for you. But I would come to you with ideas and say, here are three things I'm thinking about. What are your thoughts on this? Like, talk to Mike. Let me know what you think. And so we came up with a plan that I'm very happy with. And uh, and the idea is it's no work for you. Right. <laughs> no, you've you done just, it all. You just get to to be happy and enjoy it which is you know the purpose of the whole thing so wait this is like a new plan for you this year you know about the plan oh i already know about it <laughs> i didn't yeah. know if it was public knowledge so i wasn't gonna go into details just no yet. we don't have to it's probably a cool surprise party but i already know about it so <laughs> my kid does so you're on the inside it. club no. but clearly doesn't remember he doesn't remember <laughs> Is, I, well, it's going to be a real surprise for you then. Right? Mike. When we like show up and you, Mike's like, oh, whoa, I didn't know this was happening. This is why I need you to share that calendar. <laughs> that calendar. Me. Okay, I'm on it. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. He's going to spend the rest of the podcast thinking about this, trying to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, he's going to be distracted. We're just not going to hear anything from Mike. He's going to be silently thinking about all the things. I mean, clearly I just gave you too many amazing ideas that you just can't filter out which one we went with. Yes. No. no. Yes. Yes. That's it. I'm We're pretty gonna go sure with I only brought one idea forward to him. <laughs> Leah like, just filtered out the ideas and was like, this is what we're doing. This in is true the mom thing. fashion. Here, honey, here's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. He's looking at me like, what is it? Can you give me a hint without saying anything? No, I can't. That's fine. It's an outdoor <laughs> venue. Oh, outdoors. <laughs> I mean, if you're not getting it now, you do not know the plan. You're not part of this club, apparently. Yeah, we're going to Smith Falls for the Harry Potter train thing. This is it. <sighs> no. Very excited. No. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of unfortunate timing with all the trans stuff, but... And with COVID, we won't actually be allowed on the train, but right. you can look at it and we'll just keep driving. Yeah. That sounds phenomenal. Yeah. I really wish everybody could see my face right now because <laughs> Leah does not hide her emotions well on her face if you haven't mm. met her in person. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. Really, really not well. Did I, was I any better after Eliza was born? Oh, no. <laughs> no, it got worse. You were just like, I just don't care. Like before you were like, okay, I care a little bit, but like my face, it just doesn't let me care. So yeah. like, I'm still going to show you. But now it's just like, no, all bets are off. Yeah. You know where you stand with Leah. Yeah. No, and after, you, 
Yeah. No, we- after Eliza, you're like, yeah, I just don't even care anymore what people think. And I was like, you cared before? I, <laughs> I know, right? Caring? It was like, I didn't realize there was like room for growth, but now I realize yeah. there was, and we just can't go back to where that was. So <laughs> it is a little. Don't want to cross Leah. <laughs> yeah, Leah's like, I don't give a crap shit whatever no uh, i was like do you swear on this podcast is this like a, i don't know if i do i don't give up i feel like minors probably don't really listen to this but i mean maybe this there's um, already been bad language meter on this has like really oh. gone like way up since eliza was born i'm just like i don't the whole last episode is about me jerking it so oh, we can say whatever that's we want. true I did tell Leah that you made me cry laughing in the car when I was listening to it. Mostly oh, really? because you just kept saying, like, vagina and weird lube names. And I was, like, howling laughing. And she was just like, it's just a word. And I'm like, I know. I'm just basically 10. It's fine. No, that's, that was... So that's... We're, like... We're in episode... This is 11, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was episode 10. Yeah, so uh, this is this episode we're recording right now is 12, though. Oh, is it? Oh, look at me failing. I'm talking about the future and it hasn't even happened. No, no, no. Yeah. Messing up the past. Look forward to funny jerk off humor. Perfect. Uh, Meg, for you in the future, everyone else, go back one. It's (laughs) there. (laughs) All this time hopping. This podcast is really next level. Right? I know. We don't just like record it and put it up right away. Yeah, because it takes like a thousand hours of me to... For me, well, to this edit one's everything. gonna be a real fun editor, so enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Mike can now visually see where I take a breath before I start to speak. Oh yes, yeah. See, in YouTube, I always ask people. Like, I remember, like when Leah and I filmed the series, it was like, okay, Leah, just smile, take a breath, and then I just cut it there. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you're when you're filming people that are not used to being filmed, it's yeah. like, oh yeah, they just talk and then they like rub their nose and look down mid-sentence and you're like no ma'am you cannot do that (laughs) (laughs) so podcasting is all new for me so this is all very strange well leah comes up with a new sound to make every single episode last week (laughs) it was uh she would just like be slapping her leg yeah but she does that like, she does, she a, does that in real life. I know. She does a lot of things, though. And yeah. then you hear yeah. them in the podcast that I have to edit. Oh, well, you're going to hear all sorts of really irritating sounds from me. So enjoy, everybody. So I nice haven't noticed ASMR anything. For you. Oh, it sounds great <laughs> yeah. so far. Ah, oh, look at me. I'm basically a professional then. Mm-hmm. I'm a very animated talker. Oh, my God. Um, I know. Which isn't great for podcasts and also yeah. isn't great for video because I just, like, <laughs> move way too much. Well, the two of us combined, we were, oh. like, whacking each other while we were talking. <laughs> I just keep like, hitting the mic. <laughs> sitting between us being like, why do you guys keep smacking my head while this I'm just... a lot of movement. Like, could you guys stop? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Okay, this is really inside baseball now. Do you guys, anything else we need to discuss? I know. Is there? I don't think so. I don't think so. I Meg, think we did Anything we've forgotten? I've looked through my notes. I feel like we were pretty all-encompassing in terms of how people could help somebody I... else. The big thing, I think, the takeaways, if you had to do like a Coles notes at the end here, hmm. don't put more work on the people going through the grief. Yeah. Yeah. Do action, not words so much i mean words are good too but actually doing something is better than yeah saying you're going to do something and not or just 
arbitrary greeting card lines. Right. I want to Another, drop a oh, meal actually, off for you. When is a good time? Like, yeah. something like that. I, yeah. I'm, I'm bad at this, but a not helpful thing is usually how can I help? Because totally. the person is just going to be like, oh, I don't, I don't know, don't worry about it, whatever. I don't know, don't worry about it. And then everyone feels not helpful. Yeah. yeah, and then no one has helped or been helpful or been helped. So. Yeah. yeah, I had a running list. Like, Leah and I talked about a list. And so people would ask me, how can I help? And I would say, here are three things. Like, Leah wants a snack basket. And, you know, we want this. And we're going to do this. And we're fundraising for the butterfly run. So I had tangible items that people could be like, well, I don't know how to help. I've never been through this. And it's like, okay, here. Here is this. Do this. Yeah. People yeah. like being told what to do. <laughs> I think that's the uh, takeaway here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Meg, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast as our first ever guest. What? Thanks for having me. It's very exciting. <laughs> it's so nice. Uh, everyone is going to love listening to a smart person talking for a change on this podcast. Someone <laughs> well, who can, I wouldn't like, go that far. <laughs> someone who can speak well and like have good ideas and thoughts it oh. it's gonna be a really nice change of pace for everyone listening i think it only took 55 minutes to get you a three-point coles noter so i mean yeah mm -hmm. go me <laughs> i mean i think that's like a record time for like our conversations oh it's true i'm really trying hard to wrap it up is what's <laughs> <Thank> happening <you. laughs> mike's like you guys have talked to we're long. just gonna end the podcast soon you guys, I don't care what happens after that. You guys keep going. That's fine. <laughs> I just show up at your house. It's fine. Yeah. I Meg, mean, basically. Yeah. I mean, yeah, probably. <laughs> Meg, do you want to... Do you have... Do you have work, anything to anything plug? That, yeah. What do you have to plug? Should people okay. be looking for you on the internet or anything? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> Leah, did, Well, I think, I think people would like to see the series to get, that we did together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was so, going to mention that, yeah. Um, I went on Meg's YouTube channel, and we did, what was it, four-part series, Meg? I oh. should remember it, but I, I don't. Think it's it four. was a number of series. That sounds um, <laughs> I think it was, like, four videos taking you through, like, my fertility journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you can find Meg at Smarty and Stevo on YouTube. And basically yeah. everywhere. Smarty and Stevo everywhere, basically. Smarty, yeah. like S M A R T I E. Yeah. And yes. Steve O oh, with, with an, an o, o at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Follow Yeah, go follow watch her. That. Follow her on Meg's very nice. We like her a lot. So Oh, thanks. And Meg, I just wanna say sincerely, not a joke, thank you again for everything that like you did for us. It was so crazy helpful. It like we didn't buy groceries for a month, basically. Yes. <laughs> that uh, was the goal. It was uh, amazing. Glad. You're very welcome. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you to anybody who's listening who participated in the meal train. It was wonderful. Yeah, or donated to our butterfly or run. Or donated thing. to the butterfly run. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So I think that's about it. You should follow uh, whatever butter baby baby quest. <laughs> yeah, that's our podcast. <laughs> what is this again? <laughs> BabyQuest on Twitter at BabyQuestCast. BabyQuest on Instagram at BabyQuestPod. And I think that's about it. I love you. Bye. Mwah.